Beautiful. And uh, we're back. Episode two of the Process Podcast. My name is Dylan. And I'm Zach. And today we're actually having a conversation just before we started recording about folder structure. And because we, after finishing recording the first episode, we were like, okay, we'll, we'll upload this to Google Drive and because we're working off two separate laptops. So we're going to put everything on a shared Google Drive that we have so that we can, or so that we could eventually edit the audio together because we're on two separate laptops, two separate microphones and bring everything in. And then that basically sparked the whole conversation of folder structure and how in the past we've worked for people who are very stringent and very methodical with folder structure and file namings, because especially, uh, especially in design, it gets really wacky really quick. You get up to like the final underscore 17 underscore final final dot PSD file. And you're like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Cause we, uh, for especially for thesis for CAD models for thesis, it got ridiculous. Yeah. When we had, you know, hundred or so parts more, yeah. maybe. How many parts did your thesis have in the end? Actually, mine was, I don't know, with the exterior, with the interior is the biggest part. I think, I think it was upwards of a hundred almost. Yeah. I think I 80, finished with, something. yeah, I think I had maybe 80. 100, 134 yeah. at the end of it. But I st- like it always starts off really clean. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is how I'm going to follow it. And then it always just stops. Yeah. And you're like, I'm done with this. I'm too lazy, which is strange because it doesn't take very much time. It takes maybe 10 or 15 seconds more just to write the proper name or proper folder structure that you have. But that's just laziness. Yeah, when you're stressed out and you have to fish, finish something that you're just so fed up with. Yeah, you're like, I'm just going to press the A key a couple dozen times on the keyboard and that's going to be it. it's like a a a a a but then of course you go back looking for that file and you're like where the hell like, where's this thing file? i did that i lost my original thesis banner file because i just oh, no. named it something stupid and i went back to try and look for it i couldn't find it until after we had finished school and after we had graduated and i was like oh see the problem with mine was like I, I started i started clean i started yeah. being organized and then when i changed one like the design of it I went from like Mark One to Mark Two, trying Ooh. to sound cool. Yeah, that's you know, the name, of your, that's the name of your thesis. Yeah, Mark Mark One, Mark Two. Um, but then the problem is, once I get to Mark Two, then I had like Mark Two Part One, Part, and then like, and then you get to Mark Three, and actually, you know, you have a file name that's super long because you keep on changing it up. Yeah, it gets really messy. So, yeah, I've always it's a struggle. I've done a little bit of like freelance graphic design stuff since being since graduating and being in uh, like the whole COVID-19 pandemic thing and I always start I have my folder structure is like the name of the client or the name of the project in all caps and that's like the main folder and then inside of that I do zero zero underscore reference or like client assets Mm -hmm. and then I'll do zero one research and then zero one or zero two concept a zero two concept b or zero three concept b and then go down so that i can always basically like sort it chronologically based off of the zero 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 one zero two zero three all the way down and inside each of those i'll do whatever the corresponding master folder is so if it's like zero one research i'll do zero one underscore whatever the research is about and then another one of zero one research blah 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 yeah and it's not perfect but that's what i've done and that's what works for me but uh building off of the episode from the other day where we kind of talked about our first day of our first day of school first day of design school being cool kids and just how different it was and how strange the whole experience was in general um today we kind of wanted to talk about or at least i wanted to talk a little bit about um the initial thoughts of the industrial design program that we were both enrolled in and both participated in because i remember in the first 
I want to say in the first six to seven weeks, um, like right up until Thanksgiving, I was very uncertain about if I wanted to continue after the first semester. Because I knew I would, even if I didn't enjoy it, I would finish the first semester just to see Mm -hmm. and see where that goes from there. Um, But like around Thanksgiving, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I had that same feeling. Absolutely same feeling. Like, yeah. Strange in a way, because it's the thing that we've wanted to do Mm -hmm. for a long time. Like you're finally in design school and then it's not exactly what you think. It's not exactly what you wanted it to be because you see all like there's videos online of the Humber College Industrial Design Program like and they talk to students, talk to profs and show projects and whatnot. You're like, yeah, no, that's what I want to do. But then you get there and it's different. And it was it was tough for me mentally because I was like, oh, I had this thing that I really liked, but now I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if, I don't know if you had the same thing or like, what was, I, what was your definitely experience? Had the same that? exact same feeling. I, again, going to thinking is that I know this is what I want to do. Yeah. This, this is, it. it's perfect. You're confident in it. I'm confident in it. And then, you know, first week or two of, you know, marks and just experiences of thinking, you know, these marks come back are not great. Maybe, you know, I gotta realize I'm not good as, as good as I thought. And then I think, yeah, around Thanksgiving or around, you know, halfway to about the second half of first semester, I think when it really hit me was like our model making class. Yeah, same. Because that was, I think, after the first few weeks, we got a little used to the other classes and how the teachers would mark. Mm-hmm. But something about model making, I mean, the teachers are very, very strict and very harsh markers, which... To their point is, Which is probably fair. how it should be. Yeah, it should you know? it should be. And looking back on it, I think that profs and other classes could be more strict with how they were marking. Yeah. Because with with the model making professors and instructors, the critical marking and the anal marking made us hopeful for most of us anyways, made us perform better because we didn't want to get stuck with a fifty or a sixty. Absolutely. I think that I think that's important that we both and not just us, I'm sure pretty much everyone went through the same experience of, is this what I want to do? Like, yeah. are, am I sure? Because I th- I think I think it was important that we went through that. You, you have to. Because like we saw the first week we lost, you know, probably almost 10. Like yeah. Five, six, so. seven people dropped out in the first week. And the first semester, there's a few more than that as well. Yeah. So we already saw people go through that that process of this isn't for me. Yeah. Like this is, this is not what I thought, which is like fair point. If not for you, get out of it. And I think some of the yeah. teachers said that to you, us. You so like, to leave. If this is not what you want to do, don't waste your time. Mm-hmm. Maybe finish semester, but just don't come back. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. If it's not what you thought it was. Absolutely. But I think I realized, um, thankfully I got to the point where I was like, it's not me, you know, questioning whether or not this is what I want to do. It's more of like, you know, can I handle it? Interesting. Right? I don't, I think, obviously, at first, I did questions like, is this what I want to do? Like, yeah. you know, I thought going into it, this is going to be everything I always wanted mm-hmm. in a program and something to learn. But, but I, and I knew each class, I loved the topics that we're learning, like mm-hmm. learning to draw, learning about, you know, kind of the philosophy of design and stuff like that and yeah. how to make models. I was like, I know deep down. This is I what I want to do, and I enjoy it. And I think, which is important for me, I, I I realized, okay, me thinking about dropping out isn't because this isn't for me, but it's like I'm not handling it very well. Like yeah. I'm not doing as well as I thought, and I should, you know, I had to, I had to hit that point, that rock bottom. Yeah. Realizing have, this to. isn't the program. It's just me, you know, letting the program kind of, you know, beat me down a little bit which is tough which is tough to get out of because that's a tough mental space it's a tough mental space for sure you're like the the idea of having to wake up and go to a class that you know you're not gonna do well in even though you may be talented whatever they're doing that day if you you haven't learned it yet and then that reflects back on you you're like well if i haven't learned it yet like maybe i'm not 
maybe I am not cut out for this. And then it yeah. just, it gets you down and it gets in, it, it hits you fast and it hits you hard. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people, you know, dropped out pretty quickly because they, they went through that and they came out of it thinking, no, this isn't, this isn't for me. This isn't yeah. what I want to do. I don't want to put myself through this. And I told myself, no, I mean, I had, you know, friends and, and family that kind of helped remind me like, no, I'm pretty sure this is what you want to do. Yeah. Like you talk the way you talk about it, it's pretty obvious this is what you want to do. You're just not putting everything into it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're letting it kind of beat you up a little bit. Yeah. You know, especially my parents, they knew like, you know, they know, obviously they've seen me from a whole life. Yeah. Thinking, you know, this is, you know, they knew as much as I did, this is what I wanted to do. It's just, I wasn't uh, mentally kind of taking it very well. Interesting. You know, probably, you know, getting used to the amount of work, the stress, obviously the marks coming back didn't help, Mm -hmm. you know, project for project thinking, you know, some of them I was like, you know, average. Yeah. And then others were like low and you're like, oh man, Man, I'm like, this sucks. I'm going from, you know, mid, you know, average to higher or to the top of the class to now being, you know, lucky to be in the average. Yeah. And it's like, you're lucky to be identified in the middle. Yeah. And I want to, you know, I, maybe it has an excuse of like, oh, it's just isn't for me. This is just the progress. Mm -hmm. And then realizing, no, this is what I want to do. It's just, I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not doing it very well. You know, it's on me instead, Hmm. which I think was important. And I, when I hit that, I was like, you know, I'm going to, you know, if this is what I really want, I'll put everything into it. Yeah. You know, I will actually change and, when when was that for you when was that turning point i think that was i think probably close to the end of the first semester yeah like i think around the same time as you when you started thinking about oh is this what we want to do and then i was like you know my parents were like if this is really not what you want to do just hang on in there finish the semester yeah come over christmas break think about it Mm -hmm. and then if you really don't want to don't go back yeah because then it's a waste of money and a waste of time whatever and we had a month off. We had a month at off. Christmas too. So, you know, I'm thinking and realizing like, you know, the stress, I'm like kind of missing it. I'm like kind of mm. missing in the shop, being in the shop. You miss the pain. Missing the stress. And I realized, well, the stress isn't, you know, you know, isn't, isn't showing me that this isn't for me. It's more like, uh, like I kind of like it. Yeah. You know, this is kind of where, this is where I should be. I just got to try harder. And I came back, I was like, no, I'm going to stick with it. You know, because I know... At the end, I'm like, this is what I want to do, right? Yeah. I'm sure you probably had the same idea of like, this is, you got to the point where like, this is what I want to do. I just got to be better. You need to find a way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That was tough. And I think especially for us coming out of high school and then moving, moving away from home too for the first time, like the when I moved into res, it was the first time I'd been away from my family anything longer than say three weeks. Right? Yeah, me too. And it was strange to deal with mentally because I'm like, oh, this is, it's just so much new stuff all at once. And it's just punching you in the face, it feels like. And then you get a crap mark at school. You're like, oh, this sucks. You go home and you have to worry about making your own food. You're like, this sucks. Yeah. And then like something else, some little inconvenience happens. You're like, this sucks even more. And then it, it just, it snowballs, yeah, it right? Yeah, it starts piling on. Like I remember going going into um like starting the first two three weeks i was pretty determined to prove myself as one of if not the best in the class i was determined to try and just bring that from high school which obviously was never going to work and clearly did not end up being the case but i was like i'm gonna take that i would argue I'm (laughs) i'm gonna take that attitude and i'm just gonna try and push and just do as do as best as i can and it like i crumbled i remember like it was definitely not having my priorities in line yeah when i started school and like in times when i've spoken to um my prof catherine who i've gotten close out of the profs that we had at school, I'd say I'd probably gotten closest to Catherine because I worked for her for two years in school. Mm-hmm. Um, but even she would say like, because she, she she picks up on it because she she sees all the students, right? And she's like, no, I I saw you and I saw you start to go downhill and I was 
was hoping that you would hang on in there. Mm-hmm. And I was really scared for a bit. I was like, you noticed that. And I barely even noticed that about myself. But it was, it was definitely the priorities not in alignment with what was necessary. Because it was like the first time being in this new environment, like having all these people around you, going to parties, like that was, that was fun right? Like, I think I can do, I can go out and I can go to parties and do design school at the same time. Like that's a win-win. This is the win-win. This is the best thing I can get drunk and I can do design school. Awesome. And I was totally set on just making that my lifestyle. And it just, it turned out to be like self-destructive. It just didn't work because I would end up rushing through the assignments that we had to do so that I could go out and like my initial thoughts of the program were, oh yeah, this will be easy. I can do stuff in class and I won't have to stay at school to do work unless I've got a big project to do. Like for the first semester of school, I think I barely worked in the school. Yeah, I never did either. Never. Barely, barely. And I don't know whether it was because I felt intimidated by everybody else that was there and maybe even by upper year students, but I just, I couldn't do it. I think the one time that I had to was I needed to do, it was another project for the 2D design principles class, which was the low poly art. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have Adobe Illustrator on my laptop or I did, but my trial had expired and I had to go and I had to work in the library for like a full day Mm. and get it done. I think that was one of the only times that I worked at school in the first semester. And I think I thought, I think I thought of design and design school as a lot more independent, as an independent uh, pursuit per se, yeah. than it actually is. Because I was like, oh, I, I do my work. I get better. That's all I need to worry about. Yeah. When in, I think in reality, it's you do your work, but in you doing your work, you're also helping the five, six, seven, eight other people that are around you. Yeah. Like, and that's definitely something that we learned in second year and in third year and then fourth year. Um, because we, we didn't have a studio class in our first semester, which they've changed now. So for the kids starting now who are probably a week into school at this point, they have an industrial design studio in their first semester, which I think Mm -hmm. is interesting. And I think if we had had that would have definitely been different results for a lot of us yeah introduce the idea of uh working more part of a team yeah like even collab- when you're full collaboration yeah collaborating even when you're doing an individual project yeah you know even if it's not a group project being around others while you're oh, working on it huge in class and you get feedback and say does better. this look good i think it's very interesting very important because you get so like stuck in your own head looking yeah. at the same piece of paper at the same computer screen. Like, oh my God. Like, it's almost exhausting. Yeah. And then to just go and get someone else's feedback is huge. But like, I would take, I had a, uh, I don't know why I did this to myself, but in my first year and a half of school, I had a laptop bag as opposed to a backpack. And I remember going to Walmart with my ex-girlfriend and buying this thing. It was like 40, but it was a Swiss gear one and it yeah. was $40. And I felt really, really intense about it. I was like, this is, this is it. I'm going to put my new laptop in here, put my sketchbooks in here, some markers. And I would put whatever I needed in there, take it to school, do whatever I needed to do there. And I would come back and just work at home. Yeah. And I would do what was necessary to get, the work done and then that would be it i would leave i would put it away and go off and socialize and do whatever else which is fine socializing is important but i think it was neglecting (sighs) neglecting a willingness to to learn yeah yeah yeah, i know you know what i mean i think i think one of the big things for me too that kind of put me into that that hole of thinking oh this is not this is not for me was was the same thing not by not going in and working with other people mm-hmm. at the school and just spending you know late nights alone in my room sketching and working on stuff yeah i think i developed the idea of like no one else is having the same issues as me mm-hmm. everyone like, else everyone is, doing else is doing fine no one else is struggling so it's just me and i'm thinking 
I don't want to be, you know, I've, I've never, I've always been in the average to upper tier of a class. Right. I'm not a genius, but I've always tried my hardest to do well. You fill out the podium. Yeah. I've always right? been a, a good student in that sense, but now all of a sudden being like, I'm going towards the bottom. Like, I don't like this. Yeah. You're this starting, weird you're starting to fall. Yeah. It's a weird experience, a very uncomfortable experience. And so I think that was one of the big things, forcing myself to work at home on my own. Yeah. Um, I putting, developed the idea of like, oh yeah, everyone's fine. Everyone's great, but I'm just. I'm here. I'm struggling. Yeah. I'm trying to think when, when was the, the egg project? Was that second semester? Yeah, that was second 3D semester because I was 3D principles. design principles. I think. That was a mess. I say, I think um, after I came back from the Christmas break and I was like, I'm going to stick with this. Yeah. Stick it out. Stick it out. You know, even if I can just get the first year done, that'd be good. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting, actually, was it the egg or, was it, no, no, it was the model making project, the toaster. That was oh, second yeah. semester too, I think. Ye, no, toaster was first was semester. First? Toaster was, toaster was right. Apparently my memory is. The toaster bisected. That's a, that's an intense word. Bisected. The toaster bisected the Thanksgiving weekend. We started it the week before right. Thanksgiving and it was due the week after because it was like a four, right. four or five day. We, we had a four or five, we had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off anyways. Right. I think, I think the, the toaster, and, I, and this is going to make me hate toasters for the rest of my life. I already do hate toasters. I like toast, but I just don't like toasters. To that toaster assignment was like my breaking point, I think. Really? Wow. So I guess it's probably, breaking point was probably a little bit earlier, just before Christmas break now, I guess. Do you have any wild my, toaster stories from making that project? Well, I had the one that had like a mental breakdown in my room. Really? Because first of all, like we were saying, how neither of us worked at the school. I was working in my room trying to cut and sand a pink foam toaster in my room, in my bedroom. Absolutely not. Which to anyone listening, please do not ever work with pink foam anywhere near your room no anywhere where you shop. sleep your clothes yeah do it in a shop well ventilated area somewhere you can anything other than doing outside in the snow before I, like yeah. do that before doing your room because i did that and now and the place i stayed at i was in the same room for four years oh yeah because it's the same place that i ended up living at that you ended up and like, I swear, I still found pink phone by the fourth year. Like, it's, it's, oh it gosh. never goes away. No, it doesn't right? leave. Um, but I remember doing that. What was the premise for this toaster project again? I think it was like we had to bring in a toaster. Like an, exi like an, an, existing, an existing physical toaster. toaster. Bring it in, do like measure everything, and then we had to recreate it. Right. in a one-to-one -one scale in pink foam. And I think we could use illustration board, too, for some of the details. I think we we're allowed to use like other materials, like foam, that, foam core, and yeah, anything cord and we all could that. use uh, to represent best represent this toaster. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, again, I was you now I feel like they didn't really teach us a whole lot of how to make a model out of foam. They taught mm -hmm. us the basics um, and helped us. But again, probably if I was working at the school, I could have got help. Yep. Right, and see what could've. other people are doing, ask upper years, whatever. But because I was doing it at home, I'm trying to figure this out on my own of like, okay, how do I like glue this foam together? It's not staying together. I think I did like, I made that mistake of like, oh, let's, I'm going to glue together a giant cube of foam and yeah. carve out the whole shape. And then it wasn't working and all this stuff. And I probably remade the toaster. I went through so much foam. I remade the toast like four or five times did you actually yeah and then trying to do all the other classwork i got all that done and it was like you got to the point where it was like the night before yeah right? we had two or three weeks to do this yeah something like that and i'm working on it for the first week can't do it i'm like i'm gonna take a break working on other stuff take a break work on other stuff take, like do some sketches every time i went back to making it, i just couldn't do it for some reason it's defeating me and this was during the time where i'm like getting not great marks and everything so i'm starting to feel really defeated everything's snowballing the depression snowballing. is snowballing yeah the depression is building the rage is building for this toaster and like the night before i'm still working on this thing and i probably end up breaking it or screwing it up for the, like the fifth or sixth time really and i remember just like throwing it at the wall did you and like destroying it i was so wow. angry and i was like 
I was about to be in tears. And I remember like calling like my parents or something, being like, I can't do this. Wow. I'm not doing this part anymore. Like I give up. I can't do it. And like my parents always calm me down. We're like, yeah, you know, you know, chill just, out, son. It's all fine. You know, it's not like the end of the world, whatever. Like it's it's fine. It's a toaster made of foam. And it was tough, but I finally somehow cobbled something together and then, you know, brought it into class and like basically was like didn't even look like a toaster like it was just a block of foam and i was yeah. like here just mark it i'm just, so done with this yeah just pass me please and then after that i'm like that was when it was like you know i'm in my room at like probably four in the morning holding this broken foam toaster thinking oh, to myself man. like is this is this worth it this like sucks yeah i'm about to like break something wow and really? like cry like is this is this it broke this you for that me? bad it broke me man that toast, that's why i have a pure hatred towards toasters wow um and I think, and then after that, it was like, okay, I got to, luckily, I didn't think I would come out of it mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, I'm going to keep going. Because mm-hmm. I was almost positive, like, I'm I'm done. You know, I'm, I am so done. Yeah. And I there's think, always a breaking point, right? Yeah, with help from family and friends and stuff like that. I'm lucky I came out of it thinking like, dude, I'm just going to keep the next project, the next modeling project. I got this. Like, I want to bring a mark up. I'm just going to finish it. That was the paint can. Carrier, and I luckily, right? I did yeah the paint can actually did well on i i did terrible on. i that. think i got like a 13 and a half out of 15 or 14 out of what? 15 on it what'd yeah. you get on the toaster oh i i'd failed that. that did you yeah it was under a 50 because this was like i turned up with like probably a block of foam that was still pretty much a cube with like two slits in it and that was it like i had wow. given up i was like just mark this i'm done well, i think if it said that to tony or something or handed it and i was like wow just, just mark it. I'm done. We were in separate model making blocks, weren't we? Yeah, because I think yeah. first semester we had it like backwards. The, yeah, we were in the other uh, schedule. I, had, I think I had model making on Wednesday mornings. See, I think I had it on like, what was it Friday? Yeah, because there was three. I'm pretty sure there was three classes. There was three. I, yeah, there was three. I was on. Yeah, I was on the Friday because I always knew it was like, okay, I have like, the weekend and the rest of the week. Yeah. Until the it, next it class. always feels nice. Yeah, I got, I remember doing that project. It didn't break me. Um, but I remember at one point I was, I did mine again, not working at school. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm going to feel embarrassed if I do something wrong around all these people. Yeah. I'm going to look like an idiot. And I worked in the residence common area, like the floor that I was on, like 40, 40 people. And they have this one main room that has a kitchen and a fridge and you can all go in and there's like chairs and stuff in there mm-hmm. um, and a TV where everyone can hang out. And, but typically after like midnight, no one was in there and I, I was not about to start doing it in my room. Yeah. Like you did. Like yeah. an idiot. Yeah. You're not that dumb. And I did it in the lounge and made an absolute mess. I destroyed this place. There's just a thin film of pink foam dust everywhere on everything. Like you could wipe your finger on the couch and it would look like you just ran your finger through like pink sugar. Yeah, it's impossible to be clean. Oh, with, it with was foam. terrible. But I think I, I must have finished it at probably four or five in the morning. And a couple of my friends had gone out drinking that night and they came back and were like, you're still up. I'm like, <laughs> you're still working on yeah, it. Yeah, still here. Making a toaster. Making a toaster because that's what I've been told that I have to do. So yeah. I'm going to do it. And I got a 6.5 out of 10 on that project. So I was like, all right, forget about it. Move on. And the next project, the paint can carrier, I don't know how, but it sucked from the beginning. I delayed starting and it was like, it was a really simple thing. Like it could hold a six pack of beer and it was just made out of, made out of pine. pine, And we had to use hand tools to build the entire thing. So like chisels um a hand drill a hand drill old, which was interesting hand drill yeah no, real funny. real old timey vibes yeah. and like a gentleman saw a coping saw and all this stuff sandpaper yeah it sucked which is strange because now i absolutely love making stuff out of wood yeah. like the desk that we're sitting at my dad and i made and it's a beautiful piece of furniture i can make if you want a desk like the one that i have if anyone listening wants a desk like the one that i have Sixteen ninety nine in Canadian dollars, and you can have one, but that's not the point. The point is that at at the time it was absolutely terrible. 
And I remember that the day that it was finally due, I'd, I was up like the entire weekend leading up to it, due on a Wednesday, the Saturday, Sunday before, stayed up, just tried to get it done, just tried to finish it when the shop was open, which was another thing because sometimes yeah. it just wasn't open. I'm sitting here stressing. I'm like, <gasps> it's not going to work. And I finally got it done the night before, which was, I think it was right before Halloween actually. And I woke up late the next day oh, and no. we yeah. have that 30% off late policy yeah. so that any assignment that you have, if you hand in late, 30% is automatically deducted from it. And I think I got, I think I ended up with like a 25% yeah. on that project. Yeah. In this class, it was like, you know, a minute late, not not yeah, thirty percent. You could class could start at eight o'clock. You show up at eight o one, and you are you're late. You're yeah, you, you failed. Yeah, and the thing like this this paint can carrier was worth, well, I want to say twenty percent of the final mark, fifteen 20. or twenty, something like that. Yeah, and that's a lot, yeah. especially when the other projects are worth thirty five and forty, and you have to do good on those to make up for this terrible job that you've done before. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. I'm like, I I could not be bothered. I was half tempted to just throw the. Th I wasn't even. Yeah. I almost didn't show up because I know I'm. It's gonna. It's gonna be a bad mark anyway. That was like me and the toaster. I was like, do I even show up? I was lucky that thing wasn't worth a whole lot. I think that was like. That was ten percent, maybe. Ten or less. Yeah. yeah. It was no more than ten. But then that was after that was my turning point. After that, I was like, I'm. I gotta do better. And the painting, I did that early. I finished did that you? like right away. We started in class. I think I'd cut everything. What? by the class and i was i think i just worked for like two or three days straight in the weekend just got it done wow. right away I did was you like, go home and work on it no that one actually stayed at the school did you because again through the class because i think we we're the only class on the friday yeah i think you were. so i through the class cut everything got that done and just stayed there and just worked send it all Grind. fit everything i just stayed there grinded like basically that that night and then came back and then on the Saturday and like, and then the Sunday and I just finished it and had that wow. done. I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going through that stress again. Wow. See, I think I started it in class and then got too tired. So I went and got a muffin and then I came back and I was like, oh, yeah. class is over. Time to go back home. And went back home and just did nothing. Yeah. It was very, very unproductive. There was in fact the time where I was unproductive, surprisingly. Yeah. But yeah, that was, uh the first semester yeah i think it definitely got better after that that was some of the semester. low points of the first semester i think yeah i think really my own the only for me anyways the only severely low points were the first semester yeah the I second that, one yeah the second semester wasn't the best either i no you had a terrible second semester the studio i was about to say that the studio Your second semester sucked. our first studio experience that was terrible uh, or the first two studio experiences for me so it was like the the clock, yeah, which didn't do well, and then the the bus shelter, which definitely didn't go well. Tough group projects. Tough group project. Um, but other than that, I think the rest of the second semester was uh it was pretty clean. Was better. I think one of the biggest things for me was the end of the second semester was was Odin. One of the things that stuck with me even today. Yeah, was the final class with with Odin, which was three D design principles. Design principles. Right? Yeah, and he um gave like a little speech at the end talked to us is this after submitting we had to make those wooden spoons i think it was after spoon yeah it was that the it was like the very the last the very class. end of the class wow. before we left the room before summer break and first year was done this is like that cut scene after the credits of a long movie yeah and he says to us he's like this whole speech basically was very like inspiring honestly yeah like real, real you hype. could some people I guess could say it's like very you know, much like him, like kind of artsy and whatever, lots of philosophy in there. But mm -hmm. I was like, I don't care. I eat that stuff. And anyways, like, yeah. I love that. Feed um, it to me. Feed it to me. And he was saying, like, one of the things I'll never forget is him talking about, like, now is the time to fail. Yes. I remember this. And it, like, because at that point, we were in the same class. Yes, we were. We did. And I remember, I remember so clearly him saying, like, now is the time to fuck up. He's like, when you go into the real world, you can't, because when you do, the you know the consequences are a lot more severe. Yeah. Right. And he's like, it's design school. Now is the time. 
to fail. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like a really nice way of ending off that first rough year. Yeah. It was like, I failed so many times. You know, having to basically learn that lesson on my own the tough way. Mm, yeah. And even up until that that last class, thinking like, still thinking like, oh, I failed like this, this and this, and this wasn't good. And like, yeah, this I did not man. Did like, I'm here. still kind of like, at this point, I'm still kind of like, am I going to come back for a second year? Like, am I going to, you know? Yeah, still not sure. Still not sure. And then after that, I was like, no, I'm in. I am yeah. in. I was like, you know what? That really. Quick, hold, you know, hold without, my beer. I'm yeah, jumping in. Without being cheesy, that kind of like changed my changed life. My, changed the course wow. for that was his final speech. Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. Got to yeah. get Odin on just to tell him that. Just to tell him that. Like that, that was big for me. Having, because I feel like in first year, I felt the most connection to him. To Odin. As a prop, yeah. Because yeah. I thought he was just cool. And like the way he spoke was he was a little more laid back. He never really like got super serious, at least for me. He's he's we've a, seen him a little bit a get laid, angry, but like yeah. nowhere near compared to some of the other teachers. He like is we a were, laid back guy. Like general. not like he not like he's not strict, but he's more mm-hmm. laid back and just the way he is, he's he's cool, he's friendly. So listening to someone that I already respected mm-hmm. and liked say that, something like that, give a speech like that, talking about, you know. It's okay to fail. You should fail. Now is the time to yeah. fail. Like fail as much as you can. If you're not failing, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like in the next three years, you're staying. Fail. Fail as much as you can. Learn as much as you can. Because that's and, that's the way know. that you that's the way you do learn is by making mistakes. That's, that's right? the way you learn. That's the best way you learn. Yeah. Like uh, even with uh, like say with the sketching class, we wouldn't have learned that we're doing something wrong if no one told us. If I couldn't draw a cube, like. You know, if I could do that right from the start, I mean, you, I remember like, again, like Catherine not saying to us, you know, if you're getting like a 98% on this, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. Like you should already just go and work. You should, you should be working. You should have a job you already. You should have a job already if you're this good. Like, you Therefore, know I mean? you will never get a 98% because yeah. you're here to learn. Exactly. Right. So it's like, I think after that, my whole mindset changed, which is important. Yeah. No, and changing, after that, I changing think the mindset's huge. Totally fine. Yeah. Because it was, yeah, I do remember that speech now because the, like, now's the time to fuck up thing mm-hmm. that still stuck with me. And I've, I've put that in, in videos that I've done before, Yeah, like fail and fail now. Right. Because yeah. looking back, you, you realize how superficial the first year is in general. Like yeah. it's, it's supposed to get you ingrained into the lifestyle and just the process of, of school. and like the stuff that you do in first year is never going to end up in your portfolio anyway. No. And I thought actually the only one thing came well out of, out of first year that I really liked was my lamp. Yeah. You had had a good lamp project. I still love that. What did you end up calling it? Like the black Panther? I don't think I ever called it something. Tony said that. He said it looked like a, like a sitting cat or something like that. Yeah. I was like, you know what? That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I'll take that. Yeah, that was totally intentional. 100%. <laughs> That's um, exactly what I was going for. Yeah. Um, fuck, I just, what was I saying now? Totally. I totally lost that train of thought too. Um, um, first year, Odin's speech. It's gone off the rails now. I can't remember. It's gone off the rails. I just totally forgot. You were... Something about like... The, oh no, I was saying it was like going through first year thinking about like all i'm in front of all these new people yeah and like i'm trying to be the best and i want everyone to think i'm good mm-hmm. and i don't want to fail in front of one especially didn't help in viscom when it's like all right every class you pin up pin your stuff up sketches. on the wall you know anyone listening who isn't in design or art or anything like that you can imagine having your work that you spent all week all night and like, even though yourself, you know, it's like, oh, this is not the best yeah. work. And you have to go pin it up on the wall with your name on it mm-hmm. next to everyone else's work. And then everyone stands by the wall. And then you have the teacher go through one by one. Everyone sketches saying what's good, what's not in yeah. front of everyone. It's like taking a naked picture of yourself, putting it up on the wall and then showing dozens of strangers. Because like, as soon as you put your work up, you know, you're like, oh. I know this guy's, or this girl's like art. You start comparing is, to everybody. Yeah, you start comparing. You're like, oh, I know this person's good. And you're like, I don't want to put my work up next to theirs. Yeah. And then you know, like them walking through, you're like, oh, I already know what they're going to say. Like, 
Like, you know, they, said this, the they said this about this person's and mine looks even worse than that. I'm about to get reamed. Yeah. And you know, you're like, oh man, standing back now looking at it, I can see all these things wrong. Like, and a lot of the profs too are very, um, let's say creative in their insults and their feedback sometimes. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I can't even imagine what they're going to say. Yeah. So I think that as well was like, I didn't want to fail because I don't want to fail in front of everyone. Which is, which is a fair point. Which is like, that's totally a, fair. You know, I think everyone kind of has that fear. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm to this day, yeah. I don't want to fail in it's, front of somebody. Like it's like it's still scary. It's embarrassing. Now, but I'm I'm glad I got past that. Yeah, you 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 need to. And it's like especially with the whole talking in front of people, like presenting oh, presenting was, your oh ideas. Oh my gosh! Right, that's that's a huge thing. I'd rather was, not be a public speaker. That was one thing also that was kind of like. I might drop out because I was like all these presentations. Yeah. Like I was such, I'm still like, I'm getting better now. Not as shy, but like mm-hmm. coming from high school, like high school, I was like mute. Like, <laughs> I didn't like, speak in I high didn't school. speak, right? I was, or I guess like, especially elementary school, I was mute. High school got a bit better towards the end, but you know, I hated presentations mm-hmm. as well as most people hate. Most people presentations, hate presentations. Standing up and if you don't hate presentations, there's probably something wrong with you. Yeah. Or you're really lucky and you got some like, some real good genes. Some good genes where you're okay with talking in front of people. But the amount that we're doing, like every class you gotta now you know, when you're when when you're going through that wall critique and Catherine says something like, Oh, you know, why do you do this on your sketch? And you're like <gasps> Or what's going on here? And now you have to speak in front of everyone who knows that your sketch is awful. Yeah, there's something wrong you with now what have you did. to explain in front of everyone, like how you're so stupid, basically. Yeah. Like how you're that bad. It's like, and you're standing there like oh my god my heart's pounding as yeah, soon as the critique's sweating. over you start sweating your eye. i'm gonna go to the bathroom like dry <laughs> off like you know what i mean it's 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 pretty terrifying that presentation but again that's one thing i i'm so glad i mm-hmm. learned was not only presenting work but uh, presenting work but standing up and talking about it learning to like, talk I'm, about your work is an important now thing. i feel like i'm i'm totally fine you get that. up and talk for like I, now and talk for five hours and not have a problem yeah. i have no issue with that especially no to total complete strangers especially especially when it's um a design that you're proud of too and you oh, gotta talk yeah. about something that you like oh yeah you're like yeah i'll go up and go through a powerpoint showing off my sketches absolutely. yeah sure i'll do that absolutely, absolutely. easy when did, but that reminds me when did we it was in third year that we volunteered for the open house yeah, and end of and yeah, end of third, yeah, end of third year. It was like first week of April or something like that. Yeah, when they're doing the and tours, we had this girl and her mom come in, and her mom was an artist. I can't remember their names, but her mom was an artist, like a well-known Catherine. Our prof knew her. Um, I think she's an. I th- want to say she's an oil painter, okay. and like I, I remember looking her up after, and like this chick was legit. Like yeah. she's true professional. And she was asking me because I had a couple of sketchbooks on the table that Catherine asked me to bring. And I think I probably, I think I was eating a slice of pizza. You were, I, I was eating a slice of pizza and, and riffing with her and just talking about design and like the first year experience for, I can't even remember how long, but you asked me to do that in first I'll tell you year. how long it was two slices long. It was two slices of pizza. So like. 20 25 minutes maybe because i was being polite and not talking with my mouth full yeah you were you finished the first slice and i i remember watching you made conversation walk over to the box pick up another slice walk it's... back <laughs> continue talking while eating a new slice pizza yeah, i remember that but i've only learned to do that because we had all that experience in first year and second year too with wall critiques and just how important wall critiques are not just for seeing your work comparing it to everybody else's and because that's that's how you see like you gauge the playing field basically mm-hmm. right like you see okay, okay this person's this person's on a roll like they've got they've had two weeks of like really good looking sketches what are they doing and how can i take that because that's i remember doing that in first year like oh yeah i, I, I see i see this person and i see what they're doing and i really like that Mm-hmm. I want to do exactly what they're doing, but do it better. Yeah. And like I even remember, um, I think, I think it was, you were with me in the, in, in 3d design principles, having a power, uh, PowerPoint presentation 
Oh yeah. Uh, we'll we have to go look for the buildings. Yeah, about Uno Pre. Who right, is, it was uh, you, me, Andrew, and Chris, I think. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Yes. Uno Pre. Yeah. Oh my god. And we went downtown Toronto to look at these buildings, and we had to present. It was just photos of like what we thought about the buildings, like yeah. how it like the elements and principles that we could see in the design and stuff like that. And we're presenting it in front of like the rest of the class, which was like ten people. Yeah. And I remember like being terrified. <gasps> yeah. You know, like little things like that. Really. And now looking back at it, it's like laughable. Yeah. I could go up there with no clothes on and do it and be just as fine. Yeah. Like it's fine. When, yeah. Once you talk about something that you know that you like Mm -hmm. easy yeah and that was i think that was one of the unintentional learnings of first year of like first year of school yeah you don't anticipate to learn how to talk to people like that's not in your your course description or anything like that or presentation skills definitely is not in your course description it's not even a course that you take you just you learn it as you go through and you're forced to talk about your stuff, right? Yeah, and yeah, like like you said, that was one of those things you don't you didn't expect to learn. I didn't expect to learn. No. Or get comfortable with. I mean going into it, like I remember, you know, when I finally found the program online mm-hmm. and it had like an outline of um every class through the four years. Yeah. I remember going in for the tour and, and Patrick yeah. was was going through that whole Patrick's like program coordinator. Program coordinator. And um, going through like, you know, oh my God, like model making. I love that. Sketching. I, I love, love making that. models. Like 2D and 3D, which is like more art kind of philosophy kind yeah. of thing. I, like, oh, I like that too. And, you know, going through this and then studio and then eventually again to like, you know, third and fourth year, which was the reason why I got in the program, which was the car design side yeah. of things. You I was like, oh studio. my God, I love this. So I was like, automatically, I'm like, okay, I want to learn how to make models and learn how to sketch better and everything. But then there's, I think, those things, yeah, I definitely learned and developed those skills. But I would say those aren't the most important things, the lessons. The yeah. lessons are the things you didn't expect to learn, like the being okay, being comfortable to fail. Yep. To present your work, both mm-hmm. like through uh, presentations and talking, but also just through like, actually presenting your work yeah. like on a page learning how to talk what yeah comp- page composition page composition huge you know stuff like like that like taking photos of your work and like make like presenting it well yeah and, and the, the the value of that and yeah presenting yourself just in general like just so important those things that i wouldn't have thought of and they didn't say in the outline obviously because they didn't have a class on how to present yourself in a presentation yeah there's but, no there's no course that's like personal development for designers no Doesn't but i feel exist. like that's just through uh the stress and the uh and the pages on upon pages of sketches that's you just learn that stuff right? mm-hmm. the more the cool. more full the trash bin is of just crumpled up sketches that's yeah, a good the thing. more learning that's been going the on. more learning that's been going on you know it's you know 3 58 a.m Oh yeah, my garbage bin is overflowing. I've definitely learned how to draw a cube countless times. I think, I mean, all nighters are a whole other beast. That's another. Yeah. A lot of times, stay up late, but then still manage to squeeze a bit of sleep in. Like maybe go to bed at four and get up at like six or seven, go to class for eight. Yeah, still sucks. We got used to it though. Yeah, that's the thing you have to get used to. I remember, like in in first year wanting to stay up because like oh it's, it seems like it's a like a rite of passage to do an all-nighter yeah and don't think i did a single all-nighter in first year i stayed up late went to bed at like yeah. five six in the morning but i still slept so therefore i'm not going to count it as an all-nighter because i still went to sleep yeah i think i did i definitely did a few and it's like yeah first year like, this is kind of cool this is new like this i can stay work. up all and night like, and there's no consequences so, yeah, this is very cool. Like staying up working on this all night, and then like after the first couple of those, you're like, I want more sleep. Like you're begging yeah. for sleep. You're like, okay, this is no longer cool. It's no longer fun. Yeah, and it uh, always the semester always starts off, and you you have no problem getting up at six thirty. Like, oh, I feel fine. Six thirty in the morning, I've got energy. I haven't even gotten out of bed yet. And then two weeks later, six forty five, and you're like, just give me an hour more yeah, please, please i feel dead i want I, I need sleep i need yeah picks up on you fast it definitely does 
you have to learn to, uh, to maintain positive sleeping habits, yeah. which is very difficult to do. That's actually lesson. very difficult to do. Another lesson you didn't think you'd learn. Yeah. Not only time management, but uh, sleep management. Yeah, the, the importance of sleep. That's a whole thing in itself. I could talk yeah. for hours on yeah. that, on just how debilitating you feel after an all-nighter. And like we know people that have done like two or three days in a row and I have no idea how they do it. I don't know. I think I've done maybe two or close to a full 48 hours, like hitting the 40 hour mark. Yeah. I think the max I've done is 41 or 42. Yeah. Feeling that is like, you actually feel like that's terrible. You almost feel, you, you feel sick. Yeah. Like you feel like you're dying. I I feel like it's important to hit that though once. Cause then yeah. you're like, I, I makes you work harder. Cause again. you're like, I don't want to do this ever again. Nope. It's I not too fun. I never want to be in that situation ever again. But, okay. uh, I think that's a, that's a comfortable spot to, uh, end off episode two of the process podcast. Talked a lot about our, our initial thoughts of the industrial design program and actually kind of went into more of the low points of what, like what you don't expect mm-hmm. going into design school. Cause you, you think oh, this is what I want to do. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fine. But then you actually get into it and you're like, oh, this is this is not what I expected at all. Yeah, you start realizing, you know, some of the struggles you're going to have to face to, yeah. to do what you want to do. Exactly. Right and if if you still want to do that same thing after going through those struggles, odds are, odds are you're on the right track. Yeah. You can't speak for everybody, but yeah, most I'd, I'd reckon that nine times out of 10. You're on the right track with that. Yeah, if you stick with it, you're, yeah, you're you're good. Words of wisdom, Zach, leaving us with words of wisdom to end off episode two. If you stick with it, you're probably good. <laughs> you're you're probably good. Probably we'll put that in quotation marks. We should do like a quote quote of the show kind of a thing. Do like a neat yeah. little graphic. First one is, if you stick with it, you're yeah. probably good. Speaking of which, we still Question have to. Mark. We'll have to set up an Instagram. I want to talk about Instagram too at some point. That's another whole conversation. Yeah, because that is. Because I've got I've got opinions. Powerful tool. I've got opinions on Instagram. Opinions that I feel right now may not feel them in six mm-hmm. months, but uh, that's for another day. Thanks you for listening. If you've made it this far, thank you very much. Um, you're a real one. If you have any questions, a real one about a real one, real real one. If you have any questions about um, the process podcast or just questions about design or life in general, send us an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. It'd be nice if we could get the hi at theprocesspodcast.com, but it's uh, it's taken, so I'm in the process of trying to Sad. finagle that. Yeah. Um, but hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, Um, or if you have feedback or suggestions on stuff that you want to hear about, if we've been through that, then yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah, let us know, uh, if any of you have gone through similar, uh, low points. Yeah. What's your burnout story? Had some, uh, breakthroughs. Design breakthroughs. Design breakthroughs. Many of those. Many of those. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be it for us. Thank you again for listening. Yeah, thanks. And uh, we'll catch you in the next one. See you later. Catch you guys.